Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadi, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for August 30th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. Luna yeah. is currently going through a storm in the good old St. Louis, so uh, for her yeah. safety, we decided to not include her on this episode. <laughs> Yeah, she kept talking about possible power outages, and we were like, well, just be safe. I, I, we, we want you to be safe more than anything else. So, yeah, she's she's braving the storm front right now. But yes, it is the over of the endless Kenless. We're, we're so happy you're back. <laughs> I can tell. Thank you, by the way, for uh, steering the ship. I, I did what I could, but I, I felt like it was a pale invitation to, to the superior performance. Well, I had, how many months have we done? This? A year and a half, close to two years now since, <laughs> <laughs> since I've been about, starting to do this. So uh, about I had some 80 episodes somewhere in there, right? <laughs> Give or take. But yeah, how have you been? I've been it, hearing all the lovely things from... Well, whatever you guys been doing throughout the podcast the last couple weeks <laughs> well uh yeah it's been a this week's been a mixed bag i i've i have some some really awesome cool things going on in my life and i i had like one really crappy thing happen today and i was like eh. like almost to the point where it not only kind of ruined the week it ruined the entire month of august but we'll not get into it but it, it i will say like Things have been good on my end. Uh, There's been some changes going on that have been really, really positive, but I really don't want to go into too much detail about it. But I am doing great. Uh, I'm super glad you're back. It's it's really nice to have you. And uh, I've been eager to find out how you've been doing these these long weeks since you've been gone. Where to start? (laughs) So (laughs) You have a month. (laughs) The whole month. (laughs) Yeah, so the first week I was in Japan, uh, the second week I had a big tour that had 4,500 people coming to my lovely little island that I had to take care of, and I found out that next year I'm going to be in charge of everything, so yay me for that lovely promotion. At least it shows that they believe in you and they know you're competent. No, it's my boss who was like, oh, Ken-san can do it, so we're going to have him do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it was like a luck of the draw, essentially. You drew the short straw. Yeah. Well, I'm a yes man anyway. I'll just go, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, work has, uh, was lovingly trusting me with that lovely opportunity, I guess. Does it come with a pay raise? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Not that I know of until next year. <laughs> Uh, the least they could do is throw you a nice bonus. If you're taking on more responsibility, it only makes sense. Yeah, they'll give me the bonus. I know they will. I'm a hard worker. Well, see, there you go. Yeah, besides that, the the next week I went to the Rams-Dallas Cowboys game down in the good old Aloha Stadium, and I was with all the Dallas people as I saw my Rams not even play their freaking starters. So there was that. <laughs> Well, it's preseason. My understanding is you typically don't play your starters preseason. Yeah, but it would have been good morale for like people who actually are from L.A. that bought the tickets to go out. 
kind of thing. No, that, that that's very true, too. Yeah, so they could at least throw us a bone there, but oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you can't have your surge getting injured, man. That's, yeah. That's not good. No, no, no. And then last week I was dog sitting with little to no internet, so. Yeah. And here we are. Just me and you. Another Dos Compadres. <laughs> we'll make the best of it. I was trying to have Renford on, but then he's uh he's moving right now. So. Oh, has is, is he found like a new place in Japan? Nah, he's going to move in with his girlfriend because he really hates his job. <laughs> I, I, I've been where he's at. Buddy, more power to you. You have my support. So yeah, I mean, there's that. But continuing on to what we've been listening to. So I think it's only appropriate you start. What have I been listening to? Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. I would say Rosalia, a lovely amount of Rosalia. Second action. Good lovely amount of that. We'll get more on those in a bit. Vishal Higedandism, mostly because of the events I went to. Sumika was also a good thing that I started picking up. I picked up Narkai Taki's new mini album, Memories, and that was a really good thing. Nice. Yeah, so more on that. I did, As you expected, I did buy Naz's debut single because <laughs> I just want that. We, we had the thought. I want that Okinawa lady just singing English in my ears. <laughs> but... Yeah, nothing uh, too much. Just uh, Eurobeat for some strange reason. I think it's yeah, mostly because so- I'm going to buy a car. So, <laughs> Hey, that's news. Yes, indeed. But yeah, besides that, what have you been listening to? Let's see. This week has been a, a, a collectic of sorts. Uh, mostly it's been color creation. I really went on a huge kick for them, and you guys will find out more next week. To be fair, I was already on the kick before the news dropped, or and then the news dropped, so this kind of cemented the, the color creation that was going on. And uh, yesterday, me and Dad were washing my car, and we, we were listening to the color creation album, and it went off, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, hey, pick one. Heavy rap or light rap? And he said heavy rap. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so I went and I grabbed my Mad Kid album, and we put that on. While we were washing my car, so well. <laughs> and having having the song "Summertime" come on while you're washing your car seemed r- relevant. <laughs> so yeah, that happened yesterday, and yeah, other than that, there's a couple of songs that we'll talk about much later. I have been listening to. I I don't want to ruin the surprise, but two had me hyped. Even if I'm not the biggest fan of that song, still two had me hyped. It, it it's funny. I was actually listening to their previous single a lot more. <laughs> it's like, oh, they dropped a new single. Sweet. I've been dying to re-listen to the one they dropped back in February. Well. So I've, I've had that on repeat. Like, golly, I, I love that song. But other than that, it hasn't been too much. That, that mostly covers it. Uh, I've also been listening to the Music Corner. But due to technical reasons, we're not going to do a Music Corner this week. And we'll be doing that next week. So it gives me more time to listen to more of their music, which is not a bad thing because I love these guys and I, I like to talk about them. So, But yeah, I guess with that, let's talk about Japan. 
in my lovely little yeah. trip here. Well, because I mean, it was a, mostly a music-based thing. I mean, you you were our on-the-ground reporter, so it doesn't make any sense for you to come back and not talk about it. So we're, we're eager to hear about your experiences and what you saw and, and stuff like that. Like I know you saw a lot of bands. Who were some of the people you got to go see? So I pretty much saw a lot of people through Rock in Japan. So I saw Narukaitaki. I did see official Higedan Dinzom. I saw Tsumika. I saw Luna's favorite band in the whole wide world. Yabai Tishiyatsa-san. <laughs> it's not like you, she's listening to so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Truths. <laughs> Truth there. I also listened to Sekai no Owari, which is amazing. Get to see that lovely clown live. I really like their music, but I, I don't know if I could ever go see them live because the, the clown mask freaks me out. Hey, man. And I think it's he just, the hair. He just gave birth. Well, he didn't, but he just you know announced <laughs> that he, the, the birth of his son. So someone's married to him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, and I get it. Like, he, he wears that mask because he has anxiety issues and, you know, he doesn't want his his face to be public. I, I totally get it. I'm not judging the man. But at the same time, I'm like, your, your, your clown mask creeps me out. <laughs> it doesn't really help that it is coming out within the next couple of weeks. <laughs> but so back I, on topic. Back on topic. I, I did see uh, Golden Bombers. I saw Gospelers also. I would really like to see Golden Bombers. Did they do, uh, I'm assuming they did their latest single. Rewa, yeah, they did. Yeah. They did also Memeshte, which is their, their song. I saw Fredericks, to much of the chagrin of Renford, because Renford does not like Renford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I have to talk about one thing. So, the best act that I got to see was Anime Lisa. Interesting. You know, I I wouldn't say I'm a fan up until I saw her live. <laughs> <laughs> that was the turning point. That was the turning point and I was like, Yep. She is she is an amazing lady who knows what she was given and that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember her last song hitting the Oricon and it being pretty freaking good. So Yeah, she played yeah. that song. This sounds like something like you must see to to believe and, and to just take a moment of its grandeur and appreciate it. Yes, it was something that <laughs> you must see to believe. She is an amazing performer. I you know, I had my doubts because I was like, you know, <sighs> I'm, like I said, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of her, but I appreciate her work. And it wasn't yeah. until I saw this live and I'm like, yep, I'm all in. I'm going to buy everything, Lisa. Call me a fan. I'm going to buy the Blu-rays, going to buy the DVDs. Just, uh, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you, you'll wear the T-shirt? <laughs> I'm going to wear the T-shirt. I got the towel. I'm going to wear it at work. And they're going to be like, what in the world are you wearing, Kensan? I am wearing Lisa. And yeah, yeah, Lisa is a very good performer that you must go see live. I, I've always been curious about how, what she's like live because, I mean, I mean, a lot of times like you see her work. I mean, I know like she does a music video for a lot of her singles, but 
typically like you're associating it with an anime and you're watching the anime not really her so more often than not she kind of goes unseen and in the background but yeah I'm, I'm there's some performers and there's a long list of people that a lot of people say like they're like they weren't really huge fans of them and then they went and seen them live and they're they put on such a great live show it just changes your opinion of, on them you're goddamn right. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I know I'm right. <laughs> Let, let's just say this much. Yeah, you would you would be more of a fan of Lisa because you know me me and you we appreciate her work. Yeah. We know she what she's done for the industry, and we barely see her because we only just see anime. <laughs> exactly, and Lisa's actually one of those artists that I I really wanted to actually dive more into her work because like you know it's like i only know her from like a couple of anime or whenever she pops up on the oricon and i actually have like a old lisa song from years ago on my phone that i, I used to listen to all the time and i kind of got to where i stopped listening to it and kind of i kind of lament it sometimes because especially like when her her last song came out because it was so it was so good i really really liked that song I never bothered to download it, even though I know I'd listen to that thing on repeat. I know what I'm doing after I get off the show tonight. Yeah, I mean, it it was one of the amazing acts. And, you know, how they they, they done this popularity was mind-boggling. So, for Rock in Japan, there's two main stages, the graph stage and the sound stage. So, Lisa was on the sound stage, and I was like, you know... I don't deal well with large crowds, and there's 20,000 people <laughs> in this venue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of peeps there. So, you know, them being relegated to the... It's it's like the second main stage, but it doesn't have as much people or much room for it. Being relegated to that was very, very interesting. And just seeing all those people getting crammed in, all the bros of the the Lisa fan club, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm you go, bl- you you go over to the main stage, and it's so much space. It's so much wider, but because of that, it's so much bigger too. Yeah. So, but no, I, I assume like the main stage could hold more people too. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's out. It's it's like a big park. This place is being located at a big acre park. And they just section gotcha. up part, parts of the parks for these uh, stages. So what was interesting, I thought Lisa was bad. Official Hige Dondism was worse. <laughs> With Lisa, you could go in and walk in and out from the crowds if you are stationary in the in the fine state of where the stages are. You can go in and out. You can move. People were getting let in and out. Official Higedondism wasn't getting more people. It was packed. (laughs) Once it reached the edge of where standing room is, they weren't allowing people to block the walkways. Jeez Louise. These guys are fire. I was relegated to sit all the way in the back. So, like, there's this walkway in the middle of where everything is. We... Me, Renford, and then a couple more hundred people that weren't be able to relegate time to go more in where the stage was. 
was relegated to watch well not even watching listening to <laughs> yeah yeah because you're probably not watching them at that point listening to them pretty much at that point at least you know i i got to see them and you know got to see her perform and do her little thing and yeah man the there there was this one scene where she was playing come hither to the camera and i was like man that cameraman is the, the luckiest <laughs> man alive right now <laughs> If we could just switch places for two minutes. That's all I need. Two minutes. All, all I need is two minutes. But yeah, uh, official Higedondism, their popularity is no freaking joke right now. <laughs> like, uh, it's just crazy because I, I know I was talking about this with Luna, but it's like, you know, two two months ago, these guys were like nobodies. And then this out of the blue pretender hits. And it's this fire of a song. And I mean, it's just... it. It will not die on the Oricon. And then they have their new song that seems just as popular. And it's just insane, like, the level of popularity that these guys have shot up like this. I I don't... In the short time that we've done this show, I can't think of anybody that's had a similar success. Maybe Kenshi Yonezu last year? I'm young. Uh, yeah, I'm young. So... Yeah, she, yeah like, she did shoot up, too. If I were to pick... It's honestly a horse race between those three. Who's going to take Artist of the Year for this year, for Japan, anyway? Yeah, well, Kenshi hasn't had too many releases. Well, his old Lemon took... He didn't even have to release a, a song <laughs> up until <laughs> Lemon truth. was... You're, you're speaking <laughs> truths. <laughs> Remember, when we did the Hot 100 list, Lemon was still on that. And that was a song that's true. literally a year and a half ago. <laughs> almost a year now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's very true. So, he didn't need to do much this year. And him being attached with... Uh, Children of the Sea is yeah. going to be very good work. The Soul of the Ocean, uh, Umi no Yude, is an amazing song. And Uma Toshika is also going to be a, an amazing song. More on that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, more on that in a little bit. So, but yeah. I, that... I, I will say, like, like we thought Lemon was, was big. I, I think this one's going to be bigger. Just early signs. <laughs> One of the things, too, is I got to see Hyde. And, you know, I, I appreciate Hyde. I really like Hyde. Hyde is now the number one artist that I've seen the most of. I've seen him at five different occasions now. Nice. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it's, it diminishing returns? Is it worse no, each no, time no, you no. see I, him? No, 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 no. I like Hyde. And it's just like, well, I really had wished someone else would have been on that list <laughs> instead of Hyde. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> it's like, I've seen you. I know this act. Okay, this is a different song. But still. <laughs> yeah, so. No, no, no. The thing is, this is the first time I've seen him as his solo persona. I've seen him as gotcha. Vamps. A bunch of times and then i've seen him as uh, with learc and seal yeah so this is the first time that he's done something solo that i've seen and which is fine uh, he his his song is um and well it's 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 a good song <laughs> i wouldn't say it's amazing yeah. but it's a it's a good song nonetheless i wish i could say it but i uh your diminishing ears will probably burn <laughs> probably Probably. Um, I know there was 
another act that you saw that wasn't at Rocking Japan. Oh, yes. So I, <laughs> I also saw Rosalia live. And oh boy, that was a... Uh, you was... talk about it almost like it was a religious experience. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna like like that like that that's just yeah. the way you sell it that that was like a come to Jesus moment. So you know, I you know, Bang Dream we we can talk about this. Like we could talk an entire episode of me and Bang Dream for the most part. But you know, Bang Dream was such a it's a very interesting thing and I really did like Bang Dream. And then Rosalia, I, I really appreciate Rosalia, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't like a, an artist that much. I was kind of wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> went, let, let's start the whole day. So me and Renford, Renford borrowed a car because going to Rock in Japan, yeah. We took the train, and it's a fairly easy train. It's like two hours, an hour and a half to two hours for the express train. That's not too bad. So, Real, but going really, yeah, that's not too bad. Going to where Fuji Q is, it's gonna be a five-hour train ride. So we were like, no, let's 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 take a car. We'll pay for the parking, and let's uh, let's go and do the the whole thing. Going there took us about two hours. And it was good. Uh, they, we were saying that we were part of the Rosalia Bang Dream thing, and parking was only fifteen dollars. That's and really good. Parking for an amusement park now. That's the, still really good because 50, usually, because like in Charlotte, if they're doing, if they did like an event or anything like that, like the cheapest you could conceivably find was twenty bucks. But the closer you got to the venue, the higher up it goes, and it can get up to forty, fifty dollars just to park your car. So what so was fifteen is pretty good. What was amazing about this is the fifteen dollars also included tickets to go inside the park. Nice. So we didn't pay anything extra to go into the park. Granted, we couldn't ride any of the rides. Then we would have to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those uh, places where you you pay to ride. And yeah, like you yeah. you could you can buy like um because some places have like ticket books and then like once you run out of tickets you can't ride any more rides. So this was what Japan being Japan is they have a little machine. You get the machine, you buy the ticket, you can come back anytime as long as you use the ticket. That's not too bad. Yeah. So there was that, and so going to there, you got to see all the people, got to see all the bros. <laughs> we didn't know where we were sitting. Up until the day of, and the seating that we got was, there's there's several sections. We were in the second section, front row, smack dab in the middle. No one was in front of us. The, the only thing that was in front of us was a walkway. It was probably the best tickets that I could ever get for this event. <laughs> Man, I've, I've been to a couple of concerts, and I've never been anything close to what you're describing like you could probably see the performers sweat yeah 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 we could see them <laughs> fairly close i want to say from where i am i want to say at least at least 10 to 15 yards away give or were take you, were you close enough to where if you screamed loud enough and professed your love for the lead singer would she have heard you yeah okay 
not, not to say she would have answered back, but <laughs> but oh, I mean, it's, it's fine. It, it's it's usually these types of love relationships tend to be one sided, anyways. <laughs> hey man, uh, just don't say that. I, I'm just but, saying. <laughs> okay, but going back to the matter at hand. So I was yes. like, oh, okay, you know, we have really good tickets. I saw them out, and you know. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to go see Brazilian Live. Something that I never thought would happen within a year of doing this. And uh, I, had, I was like shaking and I was crying and <laughs> Renford didn't even know because he was so <laughs> amazed by everything. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I started crying halfway through the performance in the beginning because I was like, I can't believe that I'm here. It was really good. I had a, so much fun. And, you know, I heard you guys were like, uh, Firebird is probably their best song. Wait till you hear it live. <laughs> because if you thought it was like a metal song then, like a Visual K metal song then, watch it live. They're shooting fire into the crowd, up into the air. It was such an amazing pageantry because Bushiroad at this point is like, yeah, we got your money, so suck on this, you <laughs> stupid weebs. So they their stage production was over the top and i was like oh my god i can't listen to this song on cd no more <laughs> that almost, i don't know that would sadden me a little bit it's like you, you you've achieved an experience so good you couldn't go back and listen to the cd so this is how close we were they're shooting fire into the crowd i could feel the heat of the fire <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't singe your hair or anything. And didn't singe my hair, but I was like, I wonder how the people in the front row are doing because they're just like getting shot from fire, literally maybe two or three feet above them. Uh, uh, they call that the hot zone. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was so amazing. And yeah, it was a, a night I can't ever forget. And then it didn't end because there was a traffic accident on the way over and we were stuck where we were for five hours. Oh, no. We left the venue at 8. We didn't come back to the place we were staying till 1 a.m. Jeez. At that point, me and Renford were just like, we'll deal with the rental car later. I just want to go to freaking sleep. Yeah, I, I bet you guys just went into your bedrooms and just collapsed into your beds. and <laughs> We showered, collapsed. Later. I didn't even know what, what happened. <laughs> I, I don't even... If if I was that tired, I don't even know if I'd bathe. I would have just like, eh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another thing is, too, it was balls hot. <laughs> <laughs> well... They were shooting flames over the the crowd. I imagine well, it was not hot. Not even beforehand. Before they were shooting flames into the crowd, it was a lovely 98 degrees plus Jeez. 60% humidity. <laughs> My lord. We could just stand there and we would sweat. Yeah. You you probably felt the water in the air at, the, at that level of humidity. Sixty percent is pretty freaking high. So, Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> the things you do for love. The things I do for love. Oh, but yeah, I think I spent like 
close to $800 worth on Rosalia goods. That's not bad. Well, and I mean... It's a lot of small yeah. things, but it piled over time. <laughs> that's how it goes. I mean, that was how that's how I was with um, Evangelion statues when I went to Japan. I was like, I didn't mean to buy 16. It just happened. <laughs> so it was funny because... So I bought the 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 robes if 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 you're a part of the idol community you have these robes to that you wear and it has your your oshiman or your favorite character or person on the robe to go show your support and you know the bros the bros that go to this the bros and the sisters that go to these things you get to see you know you you heard of itashas and being like oh yeah it's the 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 people that just celebrate the anime or the thing too much yeah and i've seen i've seen some anime and i know this happened in kakagaguri where they have a pop idol come and do a performance and all of her fans are in robes and i've always wondered why they do that so i was like it's so when you were sitting here explaining it i was like oh okay it's to show how powerful these (laughs) these people are there are guys who are wearing multiple robes of Jeez the character Lord. because they were able to go to several different lives. Now, for Rosalia, is it their, is it the character it, that it's, they it's, portray, it's, or is it the It's the character the they portray. It's the character they okay. portray. It's not the, not the seiyuu, as much as I would like the seiyuu. But the thing <laughs> is, if, if they did the seiyuu, I think if the CU does retire or something happens where they're not able to continue, it's a little bit more yeah. difficult, yeah. Maybe, but in my mind, they would retire the character. No. no. The person that played Lisa is the second version of Lisa, and the person that played Rinko, the pianist, is the second version of the pianist. Oh, gotcha. So they went through two character changes already, or CU changes. One, because the... The person that used to do Rinko's voice, the the pe- uh, the keyboardist, she left because she was going deaf, and if she was to continue, she felt like she would have probably gone deaf. Yeah, that's a good reason to quit. That's a she that's didn't a quit, good vo- quit voice acting, but she's in limited roles now. Yeah, and, well, and then the- she, she she probably had to move away from the music aspect yeah. of it she could probably yeah. still do regular voice work just yeah fine. and the person that did lisa's voice the basis as much as i love nakashima yuki now you yudina endo was the reason why i really liked the basis and she quit due to health reasons oh well and who knows if yudina endo is her real name because she just quit twitter altogether <laughs> well we- we see her occasionally, and she looks fairly fine through other people's uh, Twitter photos. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, she's just... Maybe she's uh, feeling good that day. She's a regular girl now. <laughs> happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. But yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't retire the character. They just swap another piece out, so to speak. Yeah. In that, in that instance, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. But what would you do if you were in love with one Seiyuu? And then they swap her out for a different Seiyuu, but you completely hated her. Like, like, like you or I wouldn't say completely, hated her, but you didn't like her nearly as much. But you, but you already had the robe. You, you know. 
Yeah. I guess that's why you have multiple robes. Yeah, that's why you have multiple <laughs> robes. But that's why you let, diversify let, your let, investment. Let's just say this much: if if Aina Aiba, the the person that is doing the main singing for you, uh, the lead singer for Rosalia, if she yeah. left, I think I would have dropped Rosalia because I'm more of a fan of the Seiyus. I'm not a fan of the of the character. If if you yeah. understand my drift. Yeah, the persona. The persona. Yeah. I'm more of the the fan of the Seiyu itself. So, but but that, that's becoming a little too philosophical. <laughs> yeah, just just a smidge. I will say, like the the Roselia concert sounds like an absolute blast. And was Roselia the only Bang Dream that they yeah. had uh, a yeah. band there? Okay, yeah. yeah. Because Pop and Party was preparing to go do Rock in Japan the following week, so they couldn't have them do anything. Uh, yeah. A couple of the people from Reza Sulin was in the crowd, but they weren't performing. So, but it's nice to support your fellow Seiyu. Yeah, yeah, it is very, very nice. So, but yeah, there's that. Is there any other lovely things that you want to bring uh, up? I was wondering what outside of Rosalia stuff. What's the coolest thing you you picked up? So, I bit the bullet and I bought some LPs or some vinyls, if you guys saw my lovely Twitter. And I don't even have a goddamn record player yet. But <laughs> probably the coolest that, that's thing a, that's I bought. That's the problem you solve later on. You don't need to, you don't, yeah. While you're purchasing the LP, you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Probably the coolest thing I bought was all the lovely LPs that I bought, the vinyls that I got. I did got Motida Seida's version of... Ikareta Baby, which is a Fishman song, a song or a, a cover of a Fishman song, which I really do like. I got the soundtrack for the Lupin the Third, so I want that. Nice. Yes, and that's yes, one of the yes. soundtracks I would want to hear on vinyl. That, that to me would be dope. I got Subete Hikari by Tokyo's Number One Soul Set, which is probably one of the other bands that I would love to do in a future thing, but their their history is con- somewhat convoluted, so it's kind of hard <laughs> to find out things. And lastly, oh. I bought Kirin Jeans Io Aru Dake Subetes on vinyl. Their latest latest album done in vinyl, and it has probably one of my favorite songs, Jikanga Nai. So that that album is a very good and clear close to heart of what i really do like about music and if you guys don't know kidding jean the the writer and composer of kidding jean he did a lovely idol master song called lemonade interesting they, they did the live action version for or i guess a live performance version of lemonade for one of their live house Lifehouse concerts, and I'm so jealous because I would love to have hear it. The guitarist for their new version of Kidding Jean is amazing. She's an amazing guitarist. But yeah, besides that, I did buy a couple CDs about a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of Seiyu books. <laughs> Understandable. Seiyu magazines, and I'm just like, man, I, you know, I told myself I quit Idols, and I bought like seven hundred dollars to <laughs> seven to fifteen hundred dollars worth of Idol shit stuff 
which is just Seiyu. So you know we have our good old Yu Yuma Uchida and Maya Uchida, all those lovely people. We got everyone from Rosalia. We got M A O Mao, aka Yellow Gokai Yellow. There we got Arisa Koyama, who's Yellow Buster too. So a lot of people that just who who don't act after Sentai just go into Seiyuism. <laughs> So that's very interesting because Mao is a very prolific seiyu, to say the least. Gokai Yellow was my was my favorite thing about Gokaiger. Uh, I think you need to fight Kyo about that. <laughs> <laughs> I personal opinion, <laughs> like she was my favorite thing. I love like. No, no, he'll they agree have a with lot you. Of good characters. He, he'll agree with you, but he'll fight you over her. That's what I'm. <laughs> Oh, he, I mean, that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's all right. After that, I did buy a bunch of CDs. I bought all of She Is Summer's albums. I did buy Ghost Like Girlfriend's Witness single, so... There's there's a lot of things that I did buy. I, I I come to realize that I bought a bunch of stuff. I was like thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> did you spend five hours in a book off? I spent a whole day in one building in Akiba. <laughs> <laughs> because we were like me and Renfrew were like we don't know what we're looking for. I, I had to go buy. Uh, what what was the latest set in Magic before Commander came out? Uh, M twenty. Uh, it was a green box. Oh, uh, War of the Spark. War of the Spark. So, I, like, the beginning of the day, the first day I was in Japan, I had to go buy War Spark, the Japanese version, for my boss, and I'm trying to find it. The only, pers- the only place that has it was a card shop in this building that's right next to the shape- station. Yeah. And the reason why I had to go get it is because... He wants the Japanese alternate art uh, planeswalkers that they yes. that they printed because Amano, the Liliana one's like over a hundred yep. bucks. Yeah, no, over a thousand. Is it that high? It's that high, dear lord. I really uh, wanted that. I I, ju- I just wanted the card. I I've got the Veraska one, but I just bought it. That was like three bucks, but because she's an uncommon, it's like no one cares. Yeah, so but, the Amano alt art one is about a thousand. Jeez. So I it's a gorgeous spe- card, gorgeous card. So I bought the I bought him his booster, my my boss his booster cuz I ended up finding it. And I'm like Nice. Oh man, you should come to Japan and just sell all your cards cuz he's like going down the list of all his cards and I'm like I don't play magic so I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> you know, after after I bought that, we just we went by floor by floor in this one building. We were there from 11 a.m. to about 4 p.m. We spent about five, four to five good hours in this one building in and of itself. To be fair, it's easy to do that in Akiba anyways. Like, well, the, just the, the whole district. It's super easy to do that. Like spend And, you know, I was like, I was kind of mad at myself because everything that I could have ever wanted was just on one floor. <laughs> <laughs> What's really good is, you know, there's this there's this 
idol shop, you should be really happy about it because it has a lot of Kiyakizaka stuff and you know, your favorite member from Nogizaka. I, th- I think that's why I asked. I was trying to find something. Asuka Saito. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to find something relevant, but the the thing was either too big or too fragile that I think would break on the way over. Oh, so I that, appreciate the thought though. So, but another thought that I was like, there's this place that sells. You know how they have the promotional posters for music shops? Yeah, they have those just to sell if you guys want it. That would be and I was great. Like, that would be great if you can find what you're looking for. And they have some old stuff. They, they, It's really interesting to just see how monotonous Japan is with their their idol stuff. You know, I would, I would love to uh, break that down a little bit more later on. Hopefully. I'm surprised me and Luna didn't just, just stumble across that the first the first two like two times we were in Akiba because I imagine she would have emptied that place out. <laughs> Well, the thing is, it's just posters. No, it's idol stuff, though. She would have no Oh, interest. that's true. She's, she's not interested in idol stuff. That, that's very fair. It was idol stuff, like all sorts of idols. So even like King and Prince and Korean idols, they even have those posters for them, too. Oh, like, nice. Like it's three-fourths regular considered idol. So like AKB, NMB, all that, all that lovely stuff. Yeah. And then... The other fourth is all male and Korean idols. So. Making sense. I, I think there's a larger market for like the female idol groups as far as like paraphernalia and merchandise goes, as opposed to male idol groups. I'm not saying that there isn't a demand or a market. I think it's a smaller market. So, so it would make sense that there would be a smaller portion of the store dedicated to that. Yeah. So, there there was that. <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind a King and Prince poster, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you have to get one of all six of them though. That's a rarity. Yeah, I mean, if everything that I had needed to have found was only on one floor, which I shot myself in the foot because we were like, we wasted three hours v- bum rushing this store just to find out that everything else that I needed was just on this one floor. <laughs> and there are places that you know is very very interesting because they it's all sorts of idols all sorts of idols if you catch my drift so yeah continuing on you know i had fun Akiba's fun go spend all my freaking money over there i bought a also i bought if we were to do something that isn't for me that i bought for a good friend of you and mine our mutual friend that we know that yeah. isn't kill at Renford is yeah. I got him a D12 Dark Knight Batman hot toy. Nice. And if you know if you know what the DX12 is, the DX12 is probably the best Batman hot toy there is. And yeah. it's $700. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> But I was able to find it for two hundred fifty dollars. That's a steal, my good sir. That is a steal. I I would have been right there with you. I would have been like, mine. So, brand new. Even still included the shipping box. <laughs> Jeez. So. Why was it discounted? Was this the the box dinged on it? No, it's just so old. Oh. 
Well, and it just lost. I, pro- um, it just lost popularity after all, because there are so many versions of Batman that came out after that. There's the the D twenty, which is the the Dark Knight Rises Batman, and then there's the yeah. there is the Batfleck one also. Yeah, there was that one. That, that was pretty much it. I know that I'm going to talk more about Japan again with Luna, so we'll put this conversation on hold as we yep. continue on. So, <laughs> uh, let's go on to the Oricon here. And it was interesting hearing how you guys took your own way on the Oricon. <laughs> Do what we can. <laughs> so. I, I will say it's, it was an interesting week all, all things considered besides a couple songs here everything's new for me so yeah yeah i know um i know eight and six are repeaters for you and everything else is brand new first off it is boko a kaede by the lovely nmb48 so i've been listening to you guys talk about this song last week and yeah. i mean it's it's all right in my opinion it really it it feels a back to form to what idol is and what the 48 system is and that's fine they're still trying to renovate themselves of what nmb is trying to be which is fine and yeah. if they're going to con- continue this way after yamamoto saika then that's fine i don't mind the song was all right i'm not going to go out immediately buy it i know that you and luna absolutely loved this song i did i i loved it i would have i mean if i had the money i'd still purchase it because i i did i i I really liked it now i will say uh, i don't think it'll be next week i think it'll be the week after next but whenever we get around to the akb 48 song which i know will be on here i will say i like that song a lot more Mm. and i have my own qualms about that song too because i was able to listen to it Actually, I, I brought it up to you guys. That's how. Yeah. It was, it was funny because I knew it was out and it didn't even cross my mind to check it out until you said something. And then I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I guess after Sentimental Trainwreck, it's just like, uh, I, I, I kind of looked at AKB48 with some hesitation when, when they announced a new one. And Jiwaru you know, Days was just Hey, man, they, they fixed. They they tried their best fixing <laughs> Sentimental Train. <laughs> You can't fix Girardi days. <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> you know, I, in the end, watching the finish, finished, quote unquote, finished project of Sentimental Train, I was like, okay, it's fine. I understand yeah. what they're doing. It's not as bad as I thought it was and how much bad I was dogging it. I turned over and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to jump out the window for this, but I, I'll, I'll stand for it. Well, so to speak. well, my argument was always like I liked the song, I just hated the music video. <laughs> yeah, because I just I just felt like I mean I get why they did what they did, but I just still I just still felt like that was a bad decision to release a half finished music video. I was like, what? like just do something else or w- delay it a couple of weeks or something. Like I don't know, but what you did was not not good. But yeah. But I, I will say, yeah, the NMB48 song I did like because it does remind me, as a, as a newer Idol fan, I, I will say, like, the NMB48 song does, it sounds older in a, in a weird way. Like, I know it's a new song, but it seems more, like, reminiscent of something that you would hear 
in the late 2000s. It was kind of like the feeling I got from it because you, you know you said it yourself like it was like a return to form. Exactly, exactly. That's yeah. how it is. But Bohohe Kaede, so they lovely sixteen thousand and sixty three points. And going on up to number nine, it is Shukume by Official Higedandism. So I heard you guys also go jump through the moon about this song too. <laughs> It it's a good song and it's it's an evolution of what Pretender is and I don't fault him for doing that kind of way because Pretender is the hot ticket item right now and we'll get more on that later. <laughs> but you know, I had wished that they at least try something a little bit different in tone compared to being Pretender one point five in my mind. <laughs> they are almost the exact same tempo. Yeah, and they, they they do have like the same musical sense, so Tone. I will give you that. Yeah. So you know, Juku Shukume is it's a great song. The the trumpet the trumpet doesn't really help too. I felt like I've heard this song before. I don't know where, but the trumpet tempo that they took sounds so familiar. I don't know where I've heard it before, but it's mm, I don't it, I don't know. <laughs> And see, it was the trumpet that sold that really sold the song on me because I, I just loved the trumpet. I was like, "Oh my god!" And yes, it's more, it's more good. Trumpet. It's good. It makes the song stand out from Pretender, and I don't. That's what it needs to do. But because yeah. I was so wrapped up on where that I hear this before, I couldn't get that out of my mind. <laughs> well, and my thing is, you know, you go back to like the early days of rock and stuff like that. And it'd be very common to, you know, incorporate different jazz instruments into rock, like a trumpet or a saxophone. But over the years, like those, those instruments have faded away and it's literally just electric guitar and bass. And I I always appreciate when you have a rock band that has a slightly different instrument added to the mix, because there's a multitude of rock bands that it's just, guitar and bass and 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 i'm like you know i I like that that different variety in instrument i i I think that's also just has has to do with my band background because i did band for six years so i like that that variety of style and and like i said i i really really like shukume that really made it stand out for me but yeah it's still going strong at a lovely 19,268 points and going on up, it is Pretender, once again by official Hige Dondism. And like you guys said, this thing won't die. <laughs> no. You know. It won't. <laughs> it's going to get to the point that it is going to be a three-way horse race between official Hige Dondism, Yunezu Kenshi, and Aimeon. Uh, it'll what be an is, interesting race. I think it's going to be one of these three that are going to take it, and the other two closely following behind. I wouldn't be surprised if official official Higedondism takes n- number three because of how the other two are going at. Case in point, Aimeon hasn't released anything since um, Hadu no He. Hadu no He, yeah. She's gearing up for a new release, but I think once she releases two more things, and that will secure her thing, her place of what she's going to do this year. Okay, let me ask you this question: Is do you think official Hige Dondism is a shoe in for the Kohaku? Yeah, no doubt. 
Because <laughs> I was curious. Not, I was like, if not, then they are on Rock Countdown for Japan, which is they've been doing a lot more collaborations with Countdown. Yeah. Well, because the reason I asked is I know like Yonezu Kenshi had that controversy where he almost didn't make it in the Kohaku. And yeah. if I remember correctly, like fans had to petition for him to be in the Kohaku. So, and I mean, Lemon was, you know, this monstrosity of a song last year. And I mean, it still is this year. Like, I mean, it's this huge, super popular song. And that, that's why I was like, you know, if, it, if he wasn't a shoe-in like he should have been, I wonder if official Higedondism is a shoe-in. But you, you could be right. They could be doing the, um, the Rocking Japan uh, New, York, New Year's event thing. But yeah, I mean, Pretender sold this week a lovely 20,880 points. And going, yeah, going strong still. And going on up, it is number seven with Wasuda Nayo and Moss by Sakana Action. So, what's very interesting about this release is we've reported this fairly early on a couple weeks back that. This is the mini disc single version of these two songs. These two songs were already released before on their latest album, 834.194. So it was used for that. So they decided to be like really, really, really freaking hipster and be like, yeah, we're going to do a mini CD release. Well, if you look at it, like I saw your, I'm sorry if I get ahead of your of you a little bit but like i, I saw like your pictures on um twitter and that to me it really looks like a cassette tape almost yeah because if you listen to these songs these are like 80s and 70s inspired songs and i would, I would say they're disco songs both yeah. of them are disco songs especially moss what's especially interesting moss. what's interesting so it ran as a limited only release of twenty thousand physical copies and yours truly already got one <laughs> I, was a- I was able to get one as you already spoiled there sorry and no no it's fine my co-worker who is also a big sakana action fan was so jealous and i was able to get it see i wouldn't have told the co-worker i, I, I just kept that as a secret and if you, he's ever over at your house one day you'd be like oh yeah i do have that would you, would you imagine that <laughs> No, but it like that person is a huge fan, so she, they would have found out anyway. Ah, uh, well, that's how it goes. Yeah, but both so, these songs are really good. I loved it. the the first music video was great because it was like Miami Vice. Just he was wearing the, like the white blazer. The music is so good. It's got this nice little. It's it's got like a little disco feel to it. I mean, ah, it's so good, and this is fun, and I really really like this song. I, I do think I liked Moss a little bit more because I f- really feel like Moss was a a fairly disco heavy song. Like I mean, it's like it's just like it is disco as it could possibly be. And uh, I will say that's a very interesting music video. <laughs> yeah, well, if you guys don't know, Moss is used as the current theme song for the lovely crime drama. I get comedic crime drama. I don't know what to call it. Uh, Lupin no Musume, the daughter of Lupin. So go check that out, which will ex- 
experience the 80s feel because Lupin was an eight birth out of the 70s and 80s. Yeah, I think the I think the first Lupin came out in like the 1970s, like early 19 like 1973, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Lupin's old. So, I was quite surprised to see that it actually sold above 20,000, but it could be just digital sales that people that were like, "Oh, I don't buy the album, but I want the song." kind of thing. Could could be the Lupin show is super popular. Yeah, it could be. Well, um, there's two reasons why. <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that, but there's two reasons why. Yeah, but I mean, Lupin tr- historically and traditionally has always been super popular in Japan, even without, you know, the following in America. I mean, Lupin's still huge. I mean, you, it's a character that was created in the 1970s, thanks to Hayao Miyazaki, and he has lived on to this day. So, Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, uh, Wasuda Nayo and Moss sold a lovely twenty one thousand four hundred and sixty four points. Go check on. this out. Go check this out. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, go check it out. And going on up to number six is how the hell is this song still on here? God this is a good song. Sing out. <laughs> you guys. It's a good I song. I I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I listen to this song on repeat all the time. NMB so song good. is a much better song than this. No, Kaede I disagree. Kaidi Michi Wa is a much better song than this. No, I disagree. <laughs> Nanase so will slap you for that. <laughs> it's okay. Goes, you're you're going to spit on my graduation song? I, I did like that song. I liked it a lot, but my lord, like I like sing out. I, I just I, I, something about it. I really like it. It makes me. I wonder happy. why. Maybe the center. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 helps a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like sixty forty. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sing out, I mean, it's all right. I'm not going to kick it out. I just, it's, I just don't understand. You and, b- both you and Luna just love this song. I don't understand. I, I, don't, I, th- I think she's mediocre on it. Like well, if, she, if, she appreciated it, but yeah. just a tick higher than what I would feel for it. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm in it, love with this song. Regardless, it's all 23,441 points. And going on up, it is the lovely Yunezu Kenshi song, Umatoshika. So, I heard what you guys said about this song last week. Yeah, and we we had a really hard time finding a quality recording last week. I was able to get my, get a better. Don't, don't uh, mention it. Don't mention it. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you guys had difficulty finding the song, but now that it's a little bit more out there and it's a little bit more readily available, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great song. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we could tell that last week just just from the, the recording that we heard. We could tell it was a great song. Like, I, I will say, like, this is still downloads. This song's not even out yet, and it's already, you know, it's number five. It's been number three. When this thing comes out officially, my word, it's going to be everywhere. Well, the thing is, also, it'll be the physical release of 
Umito Yure also. Yeah. Because both of those songs are going to be on the physical release. Yeah. And if these two songs are doing bombastic just for digital, yeah, the physical release is going to sell a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. You know, I like the song. The song was really good. It's an evolution of his style. It's a little bit much more of a faster pace than Umito Yure, so I like that. Yeah, but I do get the feeling that if you really liked Lemon, I think you'll enjoy this one too. It's very much in the same vein. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, this time, Uma Toshika sold a lovely 24,736 points. And going on up, it is number four, by 7th of 22nd. If you guys don't know how to read ratios in Japan... It does look like 22nd over 7th, but it's the be- the group's name is 27th over 27th of 22nd. That's how you read ratios in Japan or Japanese anyway. So I know you had a little bit of a hard time trying to Yeah, like- <laughs> I just I just assumed it was 22 over 7 or something like that. Yes, the good old Kingdom Hearts random name generator. Yeah, the 35 356 days over 2. Yeah. That that always threw me. I was like, "What?" But yeah, I will say that this song is amazing. So, if you guys don't know, we've we talked about this briefly. Like, I want to say yeah. months ago now. Yeah. It, so it's this been is a while. this is Akimoto's version of the whole Seiyu craze. Because of course, Akimoto needs to squirm his way into every little <laughs> idol fascist thing that he needs. I mean, he he knows money and how to make it. <laughs> so this is a collaboration efforts between him, Sony Music, and Aniplex, which is the lovely animation house. Yeah. And all the people that are singing these songs are seiyus. Not major seiyus, but they are seiyus nonetheless. Yeah. But still, it's a really good song. I will say... At no point in time did this did the song feel like it was singling on a particular person. Like you would always hear them harmonizing, even if it even if you did notice like there was a change in who was singing. Like they were they always had like backup singers, so they they did that, which was a little different. But I still really really like this song. I thought it had a really good like I thought it was catchy and had a great melody to it. And I really, really liked it. Like, I if this is their first song, I'm really eager to hear their second. Well, actually, this is their fourth single. <laughs> uh, well, this is the first song that all eleven members are a part of. So, I don't know if they'll continue this style, and that's what made this song such a much more success than it has been before because they yeah, have eleven men. Yeah, they had all 11 members. This is the first yeah. time they've done it. They've done it like how Last Idol does it, where they break apart into groups, and then they that's how they do it. Yeah, Last, Last Idol needs to stop doing that too, but that's neither here nor there. No, I'd rather have Last Idol do that, because it gives them it gives them a break of what it needs to do differently within the Idol community. Oh, but, well, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. 
I'll take because compared to just too. an election system, they're battling their hearts out trying to get that top spot or the That's group true. out. That's such an important thing because that it it gives them a chance to grow as a group, as a subgroup. So, yeah. and that that's the reason why I don't mind if if Last Idol starts doing what they're doing. I would mind if they start doing the the whole group thing. I don't mind it, but you yeah. know, that's not the essence of what Last Idol was at that point. That makes so, sense. But, that's fair. It's interesting that you know they decided to do this way, but it's uh, not not us. Uh, unsurprising one nonetheless i i liked it yeah yeah it's pretty solid i i do wish it was on apple music and like spotify and stuff but like hey, it being sony it, we're not that yeah i was gonna say you, you heard the second partner of this collaboration <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> yeah 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 the, i'm just thankful there's a youtube video you can watch yeah no they're gonna try their best to well that's akimoto's probably doing because he needs his groups to be more internationalized yes true yeah but i mean even like the the 48s are are not on spotify or apple music oh there's a few ske songs some of their older stuff is Mm. but yeah Nanimo shite agenaranai sold a lovely 29,407 points and going on up, it is Happiness and Shalala by Pentagon, in all caps now. This is the <laughs> Korean one that you guys were talking about last week, if I remember correctly. No, we were talking about the Japanese version. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, the, they dropped the music video a few, um, a few weeks early, so we, we were talking about the music video last week, yeah, not knowing it was going to be on here. Well, I didn't mention them being Korean. <laughs> I just said all caps. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know you guys talked about them last week. So, and you, what you said was correct. You had hope that you were going to be able to talk more about them this week. Yes. So what do you think? Like more uh, so about yeah, it. Yeah. I went into this uh, a lot last week, but I will reiterate that this is just a great song. I love it to death. I find it very relatable, especially if you watch the music video, the scenario that they pitch. I, most people can can relate to that sentiment of just being trapped inside, wanting to be somewhere else, and you're you know you have your boring job, and so you're like you're daydreaming of you know being at the beach or just being with your friends or you know just doing different things. Like I, just, I find the song very relatable, and it's a lot of fun. It's been on repeat since since I watched the music video and then it's been on repeat since I downloaded it on my phone. I, I genuinely love this song. I've ne- I, I think I've heard of Pentagon like once or twice, but I, I think like they're going to be like the first Korean boy group. I would probably go listen to more of their music because I really, really liked happiness. Shalala is okay. I'm not, I do not hate that song, but I'm not in love with it. Like I am happiness, but it, it's okay. It's, it's decent. But happiness is amazing. I, if you have not checked out happiness, check it out. It's great. Yeah, and you know what we said once again with BTS and this this in any Korean style group. If you do something similar to this way, 
I will eat this up. <laughs> this isn't a fantastic song. A very nice slow pitch. You're not gonna go do the whoop 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 dance moves. No, no, no. It's a very relatable song, and it's good. And I'm happy that ha 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 that happiness got <laughs> on here so much. And it's good. I'll uh, pay attention to them just a little bit more closely now than I would have. Yeah. But yeah, Japan seemed to love them too by selling a lovely 45,931 points. And going on up, it is Dear Destiny by the Fantastics from Exile Tribe. My boys! Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> it's fine. So go right ahead and talk about your boys. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, one, I'm super, super happy that the Fantastics are number two. This is the highest they've ever been. And really excited. Really excited that they're here. It's just, I'm not the biggest fan of Dear Destiny. <laughs> it, it's an okay song. I'm not, I'm not in love with it. I, I, I find it to be a little bit boring in some places, but it's okay. It's not bad. It. it the best part of the Dear Destiny single is the Flying Fish uh, English version. Because I've, I've listened to that on repeat <laughs> since it came out. But still, I love the Fantastics. I'm glad they're here. Dear Destiny, it's not a bad song. I, I don't want people thinking I hate this song by any means. I do like it. But of the of the three songs that they've released, as far as like their big headliners, this is... Easily the weakest, in my opinion. Like, like it just, it, it's really, really slow. And I, I, I don't know if I was ready for that or not. Like, it, I just like it's slow. It's super slow. So you don't want them to branch out. You want them to do, I the do. High, high pitch and dancing moves. I, I do want them to branch out. It's just I don't know if I was ready for it. <laughs> Like I, I hadn't got tired of their 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 regular shtick yet to 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 want to hear something different. If that makes any sense, yeah, I guess. But you criticizing them over doing something different, it's kind of <laughs> like I said. It's, to to me, this was their weakest song. Uh, well, to be honest, it's uh, I would switch Flying Fish for that. <laughs> I love Flying Fish. So good. Well, Dear Destiny, it's a it's a slower song and different yeah. than what you're used to, but it's good that for them to at least try and do this because yeah. I don't want them to fucking freaking break their backs trying to oh, no, do no, no, the no. hardcore core yeah. dance moves all the freaking time. Something yeah, we don't nice we don't need we don't need them is... to be like Hirata Yurina where you know she's she's like 17 and has like all these back problems. Like no, we don't need that. I, I really. And, and like I said, I, I I don't think I'm I'm doing a great job of expressing myself because I did like this song, just not as much as their previous stuff is is, is where I'm at with this. It's all <laughs> better than flying fish, which is why I was happy. I was ecstatic. Like when I well, when I saw they were know, number two, I let out an audible scream at the kitchen table. I was like, yes. Yes! I don't care if it's not my favorite song. I don't care. I love that they're number two. Mm. And that's what's most important. <laughs> and I don't mean to turn that against you, but, you know, it's it, for me, I, I'd rather have them try something different and then fail and then learn from it rather than always sticking to the same schlick 
and yeah. not branching out, so to speak. I want them to at least try something new. If it doesn't work for them, in your in your opinion, then they can come back to the drawing board, yeah. see what the majority thinks of it, and then come back at it at a different time. I just don't want them doing the same thing. Well, and of the exile of, of the the junior exiles, I will say like the Fantastics, they're they are a little bit of a more vocal intensive unit. Uh, cause I mean, like, there's two yeah. guys, like they yeah, don't, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, dance yeah. at all. Like, like they're there just to sing. No, but and... that's the whole, that's the whole thing with exile too. Like a lot of them, there are literally just two or three vocalists and then everyone else dance. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I do think like most of the ballistic boys actually rap. In, in, yeah, in well, the ballistic boys—that's something different. Like the whole juniors <laughs> tribe stuff. Yeah, like the whole tribe stuff is a little bit more of a different thing because that's when the whole combination of everything came into beat. So, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole reason why that they're doing this whole hybrid stuff now. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so nonetheless, Dear Destiny sold a lovely seventy-one thousand four hundred and ninety-seven copies. Woo, they would Keep have going, been boys. number Keep one. Going. They would have been number one if this didn't come out, though. And it yeah. was f- fanfare by Heisei Jump. So, Mr. Johnny Hater. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. What, what have you thought about this song this summer? <laughs> it's not bad. It's it's pretty good. It's not it's not going to be my favorite of the week. That's uh, uh, a kind of gimme but it, it's not bad it's got a good melody to it it's fairly catchy it starts off a little slow which i do think kind of hurts the song a little bit but it does pick up pace and when the chorus kicks in it's got a good hook in the chorus and it's it's pretty fun i i, I did i liked it i liked it a lot finally you and me agree on something <laughs> with this <laughs> it was bound to happen it isn't their best work by none of the least, but it's enjoyable, yeah. and it does what it needs to do. I'm not going to kick it out of bed for crackers. I'm not going to go harshly on it. It's It just needs to do what it needs to do, and it is a Johnny song. So if you guys do like, if you guys are a fan of the Johnny system, you most definitely will like it. But that's pretty much it. I mean, there's nothing more to say about it. It's a gr- solid song. Solid song. This is the post-Johnny era, so... We'll see what happens. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what what happens over the next year or so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see nonetheless. But yeah, with that, let's peek on over to the lovely album side here. Number one is very surprising. I mean, it was bound to happen with the so low sales. Whoa, what in the world? <laughs> I just looked at the sales. What what happened? <laughs> exactly. I was like, what? What? Okay, we'll get on that in a bit. Okay, so Gundam cover songs. I know you want to get this. I, I do want to get that. I do want to get it so bad. So DJ Wah. So the thing about this, you remember DJ Wah when we were starting to do albums way back when? She was Big, one of the top, top people in when we were starting to do this. Oh, so yeah. So her love and rap stuff, Otanani Nate wa Sudenayo Utaga Aru, which is remix songs done by her, had a re-release. 
And that's why she's been prevalent again. This is the re-release gotcha. of that. Gotcha. So, I don't know why if you guys never talked about it, but yeah, that that's the reason why she's been in the <laughs> the, the charts again. <laughs> I, I I just I was like, uh, okay. Tanky Noko by Radwebs. This is basically the the OTS of the movie that just came out. Yep. Yeah. I do want to see that. Uh, one star by Q Hoshi Tai, which is isn't really surprising because their their stuff has been going on. Uh, Love Lover by ta- Taylor uh, Swift. Ta- ta- Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna make the Ed Sheeran thing like I did last time. <laughs> I knew it was Taylor Swift. Monster X at number two, which is good. But number one is Odyssey with five X twenty, all the best. And but I- the sub. For clarification, when I said it was surprising that they were number one, it wasn't that they were placed there. It is literally the sales figures. The sales figures. 327,000 copies. I don't know what happened. Did they get a second shipment of those Blu-rays and DVDs? I have no idea. There's no news about this. Yeah, it's just for no reason they just sold... Over a quarter of a million record sales in a week. Like, that that's a thing that's happened. I'm like, okay. That's shocking. Hey, man, them Odyssey fans want that to make sure that Odyssey gets the number one best-selling album of the of the month, I guess. Oh, they're, they're, they're pretty close to getting the number one best-selling album of the year, I would imagine. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised now if it becomes the best-selling <laughs> album of the year. I mean, but I, I mean, don't. Th- I still do not believe that it will break. That it will break. Um, like Nami A numbers. Nami A numbers. I don't think it will break two mil though. Yeah, they're on their way now. A they're pushing hell of a lot more. They're pushing it. They are definitely pushing it. I mean, and it never fell off. It's always been in the top ten, and consistently around like twenty, thirty thousand units per week. In the end, yeah, another quarter of a million just sold, just sold, and you're like, yeah, oh, well. That's how you get the number one album of August. Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with that, let's uh, wrap up here. It's been good hosting again. I miss it. <laughs> we Not miss to you knock guys. you guys, but, you know, I missed it. I like I'm, the feel I'm, of how, how I'm the show glad flows. To be, I'm glad to be back in the co-pilot seat, so trust me. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> But yeah, we're, we're you can you find back. us at all the lovely social media things at ungakudu on the Twitters and Instagram. You can follow the site at ungakudu.com. You can follow the YouTube on the ungakudu. Just look it up. Yep. Get, hit like, subscribe, punch that like button, all the <laughs> things the kids say. Ring the bell for notifications. Smash that bell to let you know that we are doing another lovely list here. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, Go comment on our lovely page. Thank you for everyone that, you know, comments and takes time out of their day to give give us a listen. You know, we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to follow us. You can follow me at OTYKen1. You can follow our two lovely contributors of Koryu Hunter. He is our now-flown-back Japanese mailbox man on the Twitch. He does a lot of horror games. He was doing Silent Hill, I believe. 
Uh, last I saw him, he was playing Biohazard. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, he was doing Silent Hill this morning. Oh, okay. I popped, I popped out to say hello to him because I was like, <laughs> "You're streaming. You're streaming at a time where I can actually watch you instead of like I don't know, like two o'clock in the morning." Yeah. Well, I imagine now that he's back on Central Time, it's probably a lot harder for you to catch him. Yeah. Well, he either does it while I'm at work or while I'm driving to work now. And I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a lot harder, yeah. Yeah. So, but you can find them at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can find them also on Twitter at KyokusaiKoryu. You can also find our other affiliate and comrade, TimberTaff. He's another Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can find them at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also find him on Twitter at TimberTaff. But yeah, you can also find Luna at LunaMarie87 on the Twitter. You can also find Renford at RenfordD. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at OngakuGray on Twitter where I tweet about what I've been listening to. And once again, if you want to follow my insanity of just retweeting anything a you says... Or Final Fantasy fourteen. That's another thing that I forgot to mention what we've been listening to. We've been listening to the Final Fantasy fourteen Heaven Sword soundtrack. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. But yeah, you can uh, follow us on the Twitters, if you may so. But yeah, I want to thank you guys so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. Signing off. See you guys next time.